0: back to you batting around it's batting around it's a baseball podcast uh it's another sunday morning podcast i am your co-host jane austin with me as always is lauren i'm lauren that's lauren and steven go birds go birds <laughs> yeah so we're recording this super bowl sunday um so you know you'll, you'll be hearing this in the future after the game uh if steven uh is a casualty of a eagles win or loss <laughs> uh, <laughs> This could, yeah, this could be the the last episode that that he's on.
1: We'd replace you with another uh Phillies fan just to, to honor your memory.
0: There
2: yeah. are plenty of them out there.
0: Yeah, I think Alyssa lives in Minneapolis now. Just get Alyssa to come. Oh, there we go. Do, yeah, to uh, the show. <laughs> See you, <Steven>. uh RIP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like these Sunday morning ones. Make a guy feel special. Yeah. <laughs> We got some fun stuff to talk about. We're gonna get into WBC later, because since we recorded last, they actually record uh they actually released the rosters for that. Uh Lauren has gone over Team Japan specifically in depth, so we're gonna hit that uh pretty hard later. I will be revealing my WBC rooting interests Ooh. later on in the show as well. But first, let's get to one of our favorite topics on the show retired umpire cowboy joe west
2: our peer and rival in the podcast game that's right exactly
0: is he still making that show
2: i don't fucking know
1: (laughs) 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 he's too busy he's got he's he's got too many editing wars going on yes
0: yes so in joe west's retirement he has done what many americans have done in their retirement uh and that's (laughs) posting but he has gotten into a very specific kind of posting he's not Going on Facebook and talking about vaccines, he I mean, maybe he, is, he might I don't be know.
1: Do, he's probably he's doing he's probably too, doing yeah. that like almost
0: almost we got to be careful days. what we say because he's very litigious, but <laughs> um, but no he has he's gone on to one of the I don't know, one of the best kinds of deranged posting that you can do on the internet, which is engaging in fights uh, through Wikipedia edits. <laughs> this the story kind of broke. Like, it was just starting to break, like, right after we recorded our last episode, which was so annoying. <laughs> but at least now we have kind of the whole picture mm-hmm. of yeah. what happened.
1: Where do we start even telling this story? We're going to do, like, the true crime podcast full breakdown here. I think it
2: starts.
0: Where do we start with the story? We 1983. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: starts uh, in 1979. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Joe West though he makes <laughs> he makes a wikipedia edit. he does. I don't think he has a ton to do, he just goes yeah. on to his podcast and just talks. you know his he country rock
1: like... band is not touring right now, so he's got a lot of downtime. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you know you don't you don't like to tour in the winter. You don't want to like go around, you know, go play Milwaukee in February or something that's that's awful. That's not the time to do it. Yeah, he's going onto his Wikipedia page and uh, removing information about an altercation with Joe Torrey. On Wikipedia, you have to say what you're what, what sort of changes you're making. You have to write a summary and an account. I guess we should say an account called Crew Chief 22. Very Although funny. Incredible. Like, it, it, incredible it, yeah. detail to this. So, so good. <laughs> Uh, made a change and said my changes corrected the lies that were in the incident with Joe (laughs) Tori which is I I love this and then uh, he had another one uh, where he made a small edit and summarized it as uh, grammar sick uh, (laughs) which are and like he didn't even fix any grammar
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just made it like he actually made it harder to read. You know, he made it harder to read. And it's misspelling grammar is one yeah, of my favorite dumb guy moves. It's, it's, really it's just really up there.
0: He constructively corrected the bullshit that was on this page. Yeah. He phrased it in the Wikipedia edits. And it was up for it looks like it was up for about 10 minutes before <laughs> it was rolled back. And he, and eventually he was banned from editing Wikipedia because he was making legal threats.
1: Yeah. It, and it, It's worth noting if people don't really like follow or understand how Wikipedia works. This is all very normal for Wikipedia. Yes, like there are people, there are volunteer moderators and admins who look at recent page revisions and revert the ones that are bullshit or like just like not sourced or removing sources. Uh, It's it's very common to have your. uh, edits reverse like almost instantly
2: when an athlete does really well against another team and then everybody goes and edits their wikipedia page is like oh father of this team yeah exactly like, that, yeah they do that for the screenshot because it's gone in like two minutes after seconds that. yeah
1: I, I i know how this stuff operates fairly well because i'm the person doing that yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like for, from the wikipedia perspective this is all very normal like he doesn't list any sources he's just removing sourced information uh, you can't just like be like, I'm the guy in the Wikipedia article. You should do what I say because that's never gonna work. Uh, and it's like a very common process of like edit reversed, edit reverse banned. That's like that happens mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands that happens thousands of times a day on Wikipedia. Usually, they don't end in being in like
0: threatened lawsuits. Uh, I would also like to point out that he did sign his posts as Joe West. <laughs> 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 which is pretty awesome um he re- he wrote some stuff about like his wife which like i totally get like, yeah i would be yeah. sensitive about that yeah yeah just like yeah the, the, like that de- like some of those details like I'm, i understand why you think like that doesn't need to be here that's fine there there was a segment on effectively wild uh where he he called he called in and, and uh <laughs> and spoke on this on this for a little bit um so you can go you can go listen to that highly recommend effectively wild always absolutely i I do want to one further not not a shout out
1: exactly i want to highlight uh the level of bootlicking required to edit in comments boosting joe west in his in this wikipedia controversy (laughs) fight
0: yeah shout (laughs) out to funny
1: shout out to p gazer too for posting (laughs) joe you're a real one i don't care what anyone says and shout out to unlisted domain ending in dot two three five for posting we love you joe
0: <laughs> joe's got shooters they're out mm-hmm. there can i tack on my own personal little wikipedia story oh of course Go for it. yeah i'm blocked by jimmy wales on twitter <laughs>
1: <laughs> jimmy's a nice guy what do you ever do to jimmy
0: Wales? he was saying a whole bunch of stuff about how communism has killed hundreds of millions of people uh, yeah. one time the classic. And so I asked him for a source and he posted the <laughs> Wikipedia page for like victims of communism or whatever. And I said, and I just said, Wikipedia is not a source. <laughs> <laughs> and he blocked me. You were, you were correct. that it, yeah We all
1: got told that by our teachers many yeah, times. You should
0: know this. He owns the site.
1: <laughs> he made this site. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love that he threatens several times to like you either have to take the page down or accept my edits like you can either mm-hmm. have no Joe West page or you can have it list exactly what I, Joe West, think is I cracked. would love to
0: see a lawsuit. <laughs> I want the A-Lab uh, episode <laughs> on, the, on Joe West suing Wikipedia. That'd be wonderful.
1: Does Joe West have a Conservopedia page?
0: I need to check this right now. One second a, here. <laughs> is Conservopedia is still, like, active? It's
1: still around, yeah.
0: Oh,
2: my God.
1: It's, its headline is the trustworthy encyclopedia.
2: Right. Oh, yes, of course.
1: Joe West does not have his own... Yeah, just Conservapedia
2: page. Joe Biden, right. Joe,
1: if you want like a completely like open and free uh, Wikipedia alternative where you can put exactly what you want about your life in details, Conservopedia is your spot. Don't even yeah. bother with the lib agenda over at Wikipedia, just go straight to Conservopedia.
0: <laughs> Speaking of what baseball people are doing in their downtime, it's not somebody that's retired yet, but I don't know, the the retirement's gotta be coming in the next couple of years. And I feel like this gives a sign of what he's, he's going to be up to. Uh, what's going on with this Joey Votto chess thing? Steven, can, you explain, can um, you explain this to me? Joey
2: Votto has been, ever since that he, like, got onto social media, what was it, a year or two years ago?
1: Not even yeah. two years, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, he's been doing a bunch of goofy shit and having fun with it and letting us see, you know, his weird fucking personality Doing like TikTok dances and shit, and just being really strange. Um, and he's been getting it really into chess. We talked about it before and on previous episode. Um, we do have recent, a mailbag
0: question about this later too. That
2: we'll recently, on, but... he did show up to a chess uh, competition uh, in head to toe Gucci. Love that. Hmm. And like, did a whole, did a whole fucking social post, like i don't think there was a com. i don't know there was no caption at all with for the video where he's just like getting out of his vehicle at, in his fucking swagged out outfit like strutting into the fucking community center <laughs> for chess and i just i just any opportunity i can i can to talk about how fucking weird and cool Joey Votto is I gotta take it like he is really setting himself up very nicely for his retirement just as this fucking weird online personality absolutely
1: yeah I I do need to feel like I need to clarify here you've called him weird several times and we do need to context put that in the context of weird for an athlete yes Joey Votto is not on Twitter at four in the morning sending death threats no (laughs) he's not getting into like experimental like drugs He's he's like not like there's no research chemical weirdness involved here. He's just eccentric for a baseball player. That's coming after
0: retirement. The the <laughs> research chemical Joey Votto era.
1: <laughs> Joey, don't don't put holes in your brain with that stuff, man. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah, Joey Votto just like ordering stuff from China. That's just a, <laughs> a string of numbers and letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i yeah highly respect this showing up to uh some sort of nerd event all swagged out uh yeah catch me at the magic the gathering tournament wearing (laughs) those 350 dollar um cartoon character rubber boots that everyone's been posting on twitter yeah it's funny it's Um, like the exact
1: opposite approach that um mookie Betts has been taking at the big championship bowling Bowling. yeah where he's like apparently very like shy and keeping to himself and not being rude, but like doesn't want reporters around, just there to bowl
0: kind of thing. But he's like excellent at bowling. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was an invite. Mm-hmm. He didn't like qualify through the, the circuit. He was an invite to the championship. But I think at the end of the first day, it was the last time I checked in. He was like tied with the, the uh expected like leader.
2: Yeah. Did so he win he's on like own. a bunch of like crazy bowling trophies?
0: He wins like every celebrity bowling thing that yeah. he ever goes into. Yeah. I think he's thrown
1: like I think like nine Three hundred games, something like that. Some crazy <laughs> amount of like perfect
0: bowling need games. To Photoshop Mookie Betts onto that uh, photo of the guy that that pulled the perfect game on nine eleven. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't even want to think about how old Mookie Betts was
1: on nine eleven. He's he'll be younger than he's younger than us, I think, by a couple. He's got
0: to be, yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's several years younger than yeah, us. he was born in yeah, 1992. 1992. Okay, I, I don't feel so bad about that. No, yeah. no. <laughs> he
1: remembers nine We're in the clear.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, hitting on another story from last week. What do we got here? Bally. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Moving forward in bankruptcy.
2: Very, cl- like, apparently we're going to get some news about this this week, which is a bummer because we're recording now, but... Uh, Next episode, we should have a lot to talk about with Bally if their bankruptcy goes forward and that affects like a third of the league.
1: Yeah, this could really be. I don't know. I, this
2: actually probably more than half the league. Actually, wait, how many teams is it? 19.
1: I, I think it's 19 teams are involved with them somehow. Um, I don't know. This could end up being like a really disastrous, like huge, like the biggest story of the offseason. Um, Like so much of MLB's current system is built on that cable revenue just being like guaranteed rock solid income Mm -hmm. that they can just bank on and then everything else Mm -hmm. on top of that is all those other revenue streams are gravy. And yeah, the teams the cheap teams take advantage of that and don't put talent on the field. I think if there's like this huge like contraction in terms of the cable money, we could see some really uh, scary in terms of like free agent contracts signings. We could see some really scary regression in teams being Super cheap because they're more reliant on gate and uh, MLB TV revenue. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say what's going to happen, but like, I do think this could be like a very seriously concerning thing for the health of the sport. And yeah. it was always a mistake to get this tied in with one company, especially with a company that didn't have, like, the revenue, that was taking the easy money. They they got to stop with this interest rate hike stuff because uh, I don't really care about the tech workers getting fired too much. They'll all be fine. They'll all find some other job working for mm-hmm. a startup with, like, missing a letter from its name. But if if we <laughs> lose, like, if Steve Cohen stops running a $400 million payroll, if the Dodgers are suddenly spending, like, the um, the Pirates, where we're baseball's in big trouble.
0: Well, I mean, the Mets they have to be one of the teams that pays in more than they get out from the revenue sharing on that. Certainly.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're a ballet sports team either. They they were just the first one that came to mind that like, if if 19 teams start contracting Mm. the kind of money they put in their teams, it could be become a league wide effect.
0: And it's Mm. yeah. And it, and really it's, it shows that they should have had this taken care of from the beginning of like, you know, restricting how the teams spend their money when they get this revenue sharing money. Yeah. Uh, Because if it's like, Oh, well, now, where you have to rely on the gate. Well, if you had good players and put a good product on the field, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, like you've you've become really,
1: really on this reliant, really yeah, reliant, yeah, really
0: reliant on this, and not spending that and just using it as 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 huge profits instead of putting it on the field like it was intended to be used yeah. as anyway. It'd be great if these teams would would uh would take this as kind of a wake up call that you know this this might not be around forever. Or yeah. that you know things might get re-renegotiated, um, returned yeah, re- down, yeah, yeah, renegotiated in a way that is less favorable to the whole league. Yeah, that's less yeah. favorable to them, and they and you know they might have to if they want to want to do this go forward. Putting a thirty million dollar team on the field isn't going to do it for them anymore. No. They might actually have to bite the bullet and fucking spend some money on their team and make a team that's worth watching.
1: Make it tickets cheap enough that every game sold, sells out yeah you can't you might not be able to just cater to the people who are willing to pay 100 bucks a ticket for uh, season ticket holders yeah exactly
2: i'm not very optimistic that, the, that they are going to learn the correct lessons from this is the thing no, like, no all of those the are the the smart and correct things to do in reaction to something yeah. like this happening and i they're not going to do
1: it. And this might have been. this might be kind of inevitable. This might happen even if Bally kind of stays somewhat solvent or the bankruptcy isn't that hard. We're still mm-hmm. seeing declining cable subscription subscribers every single year. We're still seeing stadiums taking seats out of games for from to add more premium seating. It's mm-hmm. um the trends are concerning really either way.
0: Yeah, don't care for it.
1: Dark. We'll see <laughs> this time next week maybe it will be fine. maybe uh, baseball will have dissolved as an uh, pub- as a corporate entity. We, we we won't we'd know be free. Until we'd be free. This could, this would just become a podcast about TV shows. We watched 20 years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I started, uh, I started watching shark tank from the beginning. Ooh like from episode season one episode one that's a dumb
1: show but i it's it's so addictive to watch it's so dumb no it's great
0: (laughs) i think uh i my 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 thing i i've realized about myself is i I pretty much only like tv shows that you that most people only watch when they're in a hotel room (laughs) (laughs) yeah i want to watch shark tank and family guy all the time (laughs) i actually own a
1: shark tank product now for the first time ever Uh, as as far as i know yeah it um it's the prep deck uh it's like a Mm. kitchen organizing utensil that the shark tank episode they go out there and with a big counter full of vegetables and food and they just wipe it all off really dramatically it's great the product itself is fine no no one needs. no one needs a prep deck it's like a it's like a, a big rectangle rectangular box with a series of uh containers in it as well as like uh a space to hold like this multi-tool instrument they developed and then you pull the top off of it and it's a cutting board it's like a whole like it's like it's supposed to be like help you organize your kitchen in a manner uh, as a chef does with like a prep station but mm. um it, it's just an, it's just okay yeah okay.
0: no one needs it we should try to go on shark tank and pitch our show <laughs> and be like yeah we will give you Uh twelve percent of the show for six hundred (laughs) and fifty thousand dollars. I I really I love that how everyone just goes on and like they're like, Yeah, I have nine thousand dollars in sales in the last four years. (laughs) I will I'm looking for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for twenty percent of my business. (laughs) So cool. It's so cool. Yeah, we need to get Mr. Wonderful involved in this show. I think. I think he could really turn it around for us or really be the blue. I think
1: I think Steven is it is Mr. he's
0: our Mr. A wonderful gentleman. (laughs)
2: why
0: thank you um all right let's get into the main topic of the show then i guess here wbc it only comes up every four years normally but we have gone longer than that because of covid yeah well. it's Been what six years since last one i think
1: right uh it was 2016 20 f- 20, yeah i had it, or I, 17
0: something like that something like that yeah anyway
1: might have been 17, and we 17. were supposed to get it last year. Yeah. 17.
0: 17. So anyway, WBC rosters are announced. Another thing that happened like after we recorded our last show. It was due the day on. we recorded, it was, and of it course, was nobody, when we fucking, recorded, yeah, nobody,
2: nobody did. fucking did anything.
1: It's a global deadline. The times are going to be different everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Fine. I'm not mad at them.
2: Looking at the I rosters. I whoever I want. The rosters are fun. <laughs> yes. The people in the Discord already know this, but... It is with a very heavy heart that I must throw my hat in with the United States because they have three high-profile Philadelphia Phillies, and I can't argue with that.
1: Yeah, that's fine. They're, the mm. team—it's—it's it's okay to root for Team USA, even if you're an internet communist. That's one of my firm beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> you can—you can turn off the global proletariat brain for a minute and just enjoy <laughs> the dumb guys from your country hitting the ball really hard. That's fine. That's
2: allowed i do think that's fine that's certainly a, there's certainly an aspect of it but i think a big a bigger part of it was that like i'm i'm kind of like one of those if i don't if it's not my team then i don't want you to win multiple championships in a row ever yeah and they won last time so i'm like i don't know, I'll give someone else a shot there
0: are a lot of minnesota twins playing for team puerto rico but unfortunately um Emilio Pagan is also on that team. <laughs> and so I am. I, I I absolutely under no circumstances can can root for that man. That's fair. That's Yeah, fair. the only
2: the only bummers, the only real bummers on on uh Team USA for me are Pete Alonso, which is not like a huge bummer. It's just like uh and then um Brooks Rayleigh, which mm-hmm. yeah. a player to be shamed later. Mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm.
1: is worth noting that like if you're there, if you're just looking at like the the depth of the roster of team USA has a huge advantage in terms of just like they can pull guys off the bench who are all stars in a way that like most teams you are seeing a couple guys on the roster who probably wouldn't be major league players, even the, even the best teams that aren't team USA. Uh, And I think we do want to spotlight the bigger, uh, more significant teams leading up to the uh, series here. Um, I prepared kind of a breakdown as best I can with the translation issues and the uh, other issues that uh, kind of come with trying to understand the rosters of teams that are uh, not based in English language. Um, I've done a little bit of a dive into uh, Samurai Japan, the uh, WBC team roster for uh, Japanese born players. Uh, and it's such a cool name. Great name so for a team. Right away, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh most are uh, either MLB stars or uh NPB players who very well probably could play here uh if they come over. It's it's I think probably the best roster after the team USA in terms of developed talent. Um and I want to shout out David Adler of MLB.com for kind of giving me a starting point into this with the kind of the key players and I, I dug in a little deeper than that on, on some of them here. Um I figure we just kind of start with the most important thing for you two and I've gone through the roster here and i've tried to identify uh team big boy
2: Fuck okay yeah.
1: uh team big boy for japan is unfortunately not huge the only mm. real big boys we've got on here are uh, hotaka y- yamakawa who's likely gonna play first base and shohei otani who i think uh is on the trip we're side all of pretty boy, familiar but objectively a big boy yeah mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's uh, Munitaka Murakami, who we'll, I'll talk about later, who's like big boy adjacent, big boy aspiring. He'll he'll be a big boy someday soon. He's not there yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as teams go, there's going to be other teams with more big boys than Team Japan. Uh, and I, I guess it makes sense to start with starting pitching, which I think is probably their biggest strength in terms of... Uh, just like the the dominance that they can put on display here. They really have four starting pitchers who could all be aces in the majors or are already are aces in the majors. Mm-hmm. That's Shohei Otani and Yu Darvish are the two that I'm not really going to get into because we know who they are. Yep. Uh, I do want to uh, highlight uh, Yoshinobu, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who's a two-time reigning Sawamura Award winner. That's kind of their version of the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, really been an incredible player for the last couple of years. Likely getting posted to the uh, MLB next after this next season, which is kind of why I decided to look into, into this. Uh, really been incredible the last couple of years. ERA for the last three seasons was 2.2, 1.39, 1.68. Uh, he has a super high strikeout rate, uh, which is a little unusual because in Japan the strike rate is slightly lower. Uh, and walks almost no one, like a 5% walk rate. Uh, he also threw ten complete games, which is one of those stats that I, I, I'm obsessed with, just because like that really shows how different the game is in Japan. Like we had yeah. how many guys in the, in MLB had even like more than two or three complete games? Vir- yeah, not not many. Virtually none. Yeah. And uh, he was scouted as, a, like, a four-seamer splitter guy. But uh, since he came out, uh, his curveball has also been called by scouts world class. It looks like he's really um, developed a lot in just a couple of years. He's not super old. I think he's, like, mid-20s. Uh, still super young. He touches 97. That's, like, one of the things that's most surprising to me about uh, Team Japan is, like, uh, everybody at the top of this roster in terms of, uh, like, starting pitching throws as hard as an MLB pitcher. The, the days of J- Japan fielding teams where everyone's a soft-tossing no strikeout guy is, is just in the past that's just not what the talent seems to suggest anymore
0: love that and the, the to make like the world baseball classic something that's like actually you know more competitive like yeah. at, uh, I, I love that yeah absolutely perfect.
1: yeah if, if the league as a whole is still behind MLB in terms of fastball velocity mm-hmm. the guys at the very top are throwing gas
0: yeah and that means that it, you know in a couple years everybody else will be too that's yeah. how it always works
1: Pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, cool. just the mechanical developments have become so incredible that like, it doesn't really matter if you're five foot eight, like Roki Sasaki mm-hmm. is, you could throw hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Which Yoki Roki Sasaki. You'll remember from this past season was through the first perfect game in 30, 28 years in NPP, uh, which is super cool. And he does it kind of like, um, who's the white Sox pitcher who a couple years ago, who like threw a no hitter with uh, like two pitches. Um, he he really threw like 94% of his, his pitches were his fastball forkball uh Love and that. and his fastball is like gets comp to like Garrett Cole like it's it's faster wow. than Garrett Cole's on average more vertical oh. break more horizontal break wow. the fastball is going to be the thing that like uh brings him to the show
0: yeah that's really cool his what fork I-
1: ball, his forkball also gets comp to Shohei's uh splitter uh pretty much like for, forkball splitter i think are pretty much the same pitch but he calls it a forkball um it's like Showing a splitter, but three miles an hour faster, which is great. He's also 21. It could still be like a situation where he becomes a reliever rather than a starter. But um,
0: yeah, if so you got, you know, two really great pitches. Yeah, that's, you that's, know, that's, 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 yeah, more likely where you're going. But uh, yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if Japan has like the, the same thing going with like, you know, third time through the order that MLB does. But uh, yeah, that, that seems like you're, you're going to be like, amazing reliever rather than a starter for a long time
1: yeah he, he does have other pitches they're just not like they don't seem to be as elite as it, these two are yeah mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, i do also want to shout out uh this is a guy i want you to google hiromi ito i say okay. i-t-o-h of the ham nippon ham fighters uh just because of because of the absolute main on him is incredible
0: Ooh, i have a ham fighters hat Ooh, uh that a friend of mine brought me back from japan like during he went during the period where Shohei was figuring out where he was gonna sign. Mm. And that was when he was still on yeah, the Ham Fighters. Uh see.
2: great main. Uh love the fucking dead eyed stare in like <laughs> every single one of his player photos, like peak, peak mugshot vibes. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's also a ham fighter's homegrown star. He grew up rooting for them. He grew up idolizing uh, you Darvish, oh, who's gonna share a roster with him, which is really cute
2: that's very oh yeah here's the that's the interpersonal shit that i that i'm very excited for
1: yeah i tried to find as much that i couldn't it's it's hard to translate it's really hard to get like a lot of info on on these guys in english language it's also even hard to google pictures of them because if you google them like i was using bing like it just assumes any japanese name you want to put it you put in you you don't want that person you want like the anime character with a similar name Bing really tried (laughs) to just like serve like (laughs) anime uh anime characters at me
0: anime perverts are bing's primary uh, <laughs> target audience yeah I, I try to look
1: like for scouting reports that's you, they usually find something relevant to the player uh let me see here um oh yeah, i also wanted the only other pitcher i wanted to shout out was uh shota imanaga um because he's like the best lefty pitcher on the team uh he fastball peaks at like 94 but he's got like five pitches um career era 3.24 uh, he also played really well in australia that's a fun little detail
2: Nice.
1: Uh, and I'm not going to go through every single position player that I outlined here, just because there's a lot of them. Um, I do want to spotlight uh, one of the flaws in the roster that compared to team USA, this is like where the real advantage team USA has come from team USA has catchers that can hit up and down the, the board, JT Romero and, and, and Will Smith starting. It's just an advantage that um, MLB has from the bigger talent pool uh, infielders to highlight uh, Munitaka Urakami mentioned earlier, uh, it's like another phenomenal young talent. He's 23. He's the guy who last season uh, broke the NPB single season home run record for a Japanese born player with 56. That was like a huge deal that I think we talked about briefly. Uh, also won the triple crown. Hotaka Yamakawa, we mentioned, was our beefy boy who's hit 40 plus home runs in the last three seasons. Uh, they do have like a couple power bats like him and uh, Kazuma Okotomo. They still have like middle infield guys who are more light hitters and like Susuke Genda. But, um, yeah, there's no reason to think that like, um, this isn't a team that can play offensively really well. Also Tetsuya Yamada, who's going to be second base, uh, and probably batting leadoff, has had four 30, 30 seasons. So I don't think WTC is using the, um, bigger bags, but I do hope we still get some steals. Then the outfield is, like, stacked with talent. Uh, this is, like, where you see the most guys who have, like, experience in MLB. Sei Suzuki, who played for the Cubs last season, did really mm-hmm. well, 116 WRC+. plus. Uh, Mas- uh, Masataka Yoshida, who signed that five-year deal with the Red Sox in the offseason. Um, the scouting report on him is that he crushes relievers who throw 98-100, no problem. So um, th- these are the guys that, like, you can kind of tell are th- – these are, like, the most proven guys in terms of um, – uh, these are the guys that you can just see, like the most, like ob- already translated talent to MLB. Like yeah. Lars Newbar is on this team. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. One twenty five WRC plus, the season. least
0: Japanese name in the world. Least Japanese <laughs> name in the world. Yeah, <laughs> Lars Newbar. Yeah, <laughs> huh?
1: yeah, he's 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 gonna be. He, he was great last season. He's like had a breakout mm-hmm. campaign. He's gonna be. He's like a great yeah. uh, Love left him. fielder to have on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just want to shout out uh, Kensuke Kondo, who's like a career OBP of four four thirteen uh never been like a home run guy uh but i think part of that is that the Sapporo dome where he plays for the hand fighters it's
0: a really extreme pitcher's park
1: yeah that's my uh rundown cool of team japan any love thoughts that.
0: no that was that was fantastic we're definitely baseball gonna podcast be... we gotta talk yeah, about baseball we are. sometimes we are <laughs> sometimes no i love that they're definitely going to be one of the teams that i'm that i'm pulling for
2: um so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing japan they're another one uh, like honestly like my rooting interest for the rounds is very much like in the pool stage. I want some of the like some of the teams that have no fucking shot to like do some cool weird shit.
1: Yeah, it's the same as like the Olympics. Like you want to root for like the tinier country that only maybe sent a couple guys. You want
0: them to yeah. go far just to yeah. bring something it's home. Ni- it's Nicaragua's first year, uh, it, playing in it. Mm-hmm. Like, That's great. Be great. Yeah, great to see them. You know, but I something. also
2: want the final to be like. Clash of the Titans. Like I would, I would love uh Japan, uh, USA, or a uh, you know get you know the Dominican or Puerto Rico in there somewhere. Like get one of the bit. Like I want the final to be a Clash of the Titans, but I also want the the pool stage to be wild and chaotic. Mm-hmm. Totally,
1: absolutely. I didn't realize until recently that they were going to be playing the semifinals and the finals in Miami.
2: Yeah, the 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 hosts are. Miami, Phoenix, Taipei, and Tokyo.
0: Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to reveal my my. Let's go, Jane. I'm Let's hear for. it. All right. There's one crucial piece of information <laughs> that I just that I just learned recently that that sealed the deal for me. So the team is the Dominican Republic team, the DR team. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! And the reason why great team is it is a great team. It's a it's a wonderful team full of like really great players. The rotation's great. You know, they got, yeah, Alcatara at the top of the rotation. That's awesome. Because a lot of teams don't, a lot of like Major League Baseball teams don't want their best pitchers going and playing in this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're more willing to send their hitters than their pitchers. So it's cool, like rating Cy Young uh, pitcher going to, going to play. That's great. But the, re- the real reason I'm doing this. Is Nelson Cruz is not only the designated hitter, but he is their general manager. Yes, that's great. That's <laughs> which delightful. is so fucking cool. Player um, manager Nelson Cruz. Well, yeah, player general manager, <laughs> which is even funnier. Oh, oh
2: fuck yeah, that's even. Cooler. I wish he
0: was player manager. I feel like he like he like wanted to do player manager like for like a <laughs> game or something when he was playing with the Twins, but I don't remember if it ever happened. I don't think it did. But which they should. Uh, it's objectively they should. Cool. It's, it'd be a great, great role for him, you know, especially a guy that doesn't have to go play defense. Wonderful. But I can just imagine, like, you know, Nelson Cruz making calls and just trying to convince guys to come (laughs) play the WBC. Be like, no, come on, do it. I know it's right. I know it's right in the middle of spring training. You know, you're you're in big middle. This is a, is a walk here for you, you know, something, (laughs) but like, come on, you got to do it. Got to, got to go represent DR. Uh, I think that's so fucking cool. Absolutely. And he seems like a guy that, that, like you know it's great personality everybody everybody loves him every account of him people just absolutely love the guy uh great leader and so i i don't know i i i think that like he genuinely loves doing this sort of stuff too <laughs> like it, like yeah this he's the first guy to ever be a player in general manager for one of these it's it's so cool i i hope that he's like gearing up for a post, you know, retirement career yeah. doing doing something like this whether managing, coaching, yeah. going to do going to do like some front office work or something that'd be wonderful. I was gearing VR's up in the uh, in another sense as well for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he has served a suspension <laughs> for that uh in the past, so. Uh. <laughs> but why not? You know, you can't have that much time left on your major league baseball career. Why not?
1: No, I'm I'm uh.
2: totally
0: in favor of it in his case. <laughs> let him, let, him, let him choose a little. Yeah, absolutely. it's
1: going to get us more entertaining games for a, a series of, that doesn't really matter to our rooting interest in MLB. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, all right, we've been going for a while here. Should we try to hit a couple mailbag questions? Yeah, let's, here? let's Some mailbag. Bag. There's one from here from last week that Jana asked about Joey Votto and his chess outfits, but we've talked about it enough. Um, we, Jana, we're pro. Very pro Joey Votto outfits, and it's not a joke. It's great at far left lucy on twitter this one's from last week too let's say the bigger bases pitch clock shift ban and other rule changes this year actually succeeded in making a faster quote more exciting version of baseball what will history books call this new era that's a good question
2: i don't know that we can say without the results but yeah
0: exactly we have to see exactly how that happens uh like what what part of that does it
1: the last couple of years have been really like we're, we're not really in like a banned bot like it looked for a couple years like we were in an, in an era of the like the juiced ball era uh but that didn't really mm-hmm. last like they they dejuiced yeah. the ball they rejuiced the ball they dejuiced it again if anything the the, the, the defining trait of the last couple years is just tw- tweaking the game yeah yeah and-
0: absolutely i think we have to wait until it i think that that's going to be the de- defining thing is all the yeah. changes really more than anything and then once once it does settle into Something, if it ever does, yeah. Then I think you can you can figure out the the name for it because we'll figure out what the defining perp, what the defining. Yeah, um, if
1: we're looking in like like micro of of an era is like four or five years. If we can call that kind of span an era, the difference is now they're telling us that they're, they're making the changes.
0: Cat asks. How does being a baseball fan affect your enjoyment of baseball movies? Are you the type of person who watches Moneyball muttering, they had the AL MVP and Cy Young winners <laughs> under your breath, or do you just try to ignore any glaring inaccuracies and errors?
2: I'm extremely good at turning my brain off to enjoy a movie, <laughs> which is why I don't really dislike almost any movie I watch anymore because I filter out like, mm-hmm. oh, I know I'm not going to like that, so I'm just simply not going to watch that's, it. That's
0: that's the way to watch a movie. Love it. So,
2: and, and if I watch a movie like in the moment, I'll be like, yeah, I'll go with it. And then afterwards, maybe I'll be critical of it and be like, oh, OK, that didn't really work. But but like, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't let that get in the way of the narrative. I know that it's not true. Like like taking the Moneyball example. I know that that's not real life. So they're trying to tell a compelling story first and foremost. And in order to do that, they got to leave out those correct details. So I'm just like, ah, yeah, OK.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite uh, in that uh, of Stephen. In that, I'm really more of a movie sicko than I am a baseball sicko. Mm-hmm. So when I'm watching a movie, I think I said this before. I'm usually evaluating it first on the criteria of like lighting and camera work than like story or plot. So like getting into the baseball details are just like fifth or sixth priority for me over. It's like somewhere around like how well you follow the screenplay story structure in terms of importance for me. So pretty far down there.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think Stephen, you've got a very healthy, good way of of doing this. Lauren, you have a sicko way of doing it. But yeah, but it's but it's fun at least for you. I think very I fun for me. I love <laughs> I love walking on
1: a movie everyone loves and just being like, ah, the lighting was kind of shitty. <laughs> the the camera work was what, what, didn't like have any meaning behind it. Awful. Yeah, throw it in the trash.
0: I think for the sake of this, uh, I'll be the the sicko, the type of sicko that does the uh, the, the pedantry, and and you know be like uh in in major league three back to the minors <laughs> why were the twins able to play a, a game on their off day uh like, yeah just mm-hmm. like some dumb shit like that mm-hmm.
1: i i will say like i, I think a, a one that sticks in my head is like i know it's not a super close uh read of like the actual history of the game uh but i i i like the movie 42 quite a bit uh from a couple years ago uh, it's just, mm-hmm. it's as a biography of, of uh, Jackie Robinson. It's got some glaring flaws, but I really, really yeah. like Harrison Ford's performances. Branch Rickey.
2: Oh, he's so good.
1: That's the main reason I like that movie a lot is yeah. really killer. Branch Rickey impression. Yeah. Which we need more of. I would like a branch. Rickey impression on Saturday night live every week. <laughs> <laughs> it would make the show much more watchable for me specifically
0: for, for Lauren specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Still a couple of questions. We're not going to get to I'll save them for next week. Uh, last one here from cooper lund says yes i have a mailbag question cooper you don't need to say that you just reply <laughs> to the thing it's okay uh says the bigger bases for 2023 got me thinking about playing kickball in grade school gym class they would lay out gym mats as bases and the rule was that you could have more than one runner on base at a time if you didn't feel like running i never felt like running no, you I could never. still be forced out but only if you left the base how would baseball be different if the bases were all eight feet wide and you could just hang out on base and not be forced out unless you decided it was the right time to run?
1: I'm having a hard time conceptualizing this question just because I uh, did everything I could to get out of gym class in school.
0: You see, you do not know the maths that they're there'd talking be no about, outs. though? there no outs. Yeah, there there'd, there'd there'd be would be no just, outs. You just only get outs when uh, when like the ball was caught, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like there's no force outs, you know, no, no double plays, nothing like that. There wouldn't be in baseball. Uh, so there would just be a whole bunch of guys Wait, is, just
2: sitting is on is base. The eight foot. Is the eight foot square base still 90 feet away? Are they all 90 feet away from yeah, each other? Yeah, I think other? so. So they're kind of like jutting out. Okay. Yeah. So why would anyone
1: yeah. stand anywhere but the very tip? I don't get the... Sorry, I'm having a hard time like mapping this out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> not so great there's just, visual there's just huge bases
0: <laughs> that are like
1: eight feet
0: long uh-huh. and so probably the center of the base is still wide. where the center of the small base is um something like that like I think the very corner of it be, isn't yeah i still think it'd be 90 feet from home okay you know uh, but there'd just be this huge mat where first base is, and what happens, you know, second base and stuff.
2: What happens when your entire lineup is on one base?
0: That's a good Who question. Bets? Because usually in gym class, you'd have like you know forty kids in there. Oh, I see how this works. Okay, I think you need to expand the rosters. I think, like, yeah, I think your lineup has to be more than nine <laughs> players. Then, which means that you wouldn't have as many. I mean either you put more people in the field or less people in the field, but you put more people in the well, field I, and they're I, never running. So if there's
2: so so wait, if there's a situation where like your entire lineup is on first base essentially.
0: Mm. I think you lose the game. I think uh I think if that if that ever happens, you, you forfeit. You automatically forfeit, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what you do about the fact that like infield hits are like basically every infield hit is a like, guaranteed on base now. Barring mm-hmm. like barring uh, anything that's hit like right at first base is going to be really tricky to throw someone out from like third or shortstop. I don't know. Maybe you just have out- those two guys play outfield.
2: The stealing would be wild.
0: Yeah. If the bases were that huge, if it reduced, it would reduce the, the, yeah, distance you could, between them you could send
2: like four people running at once. It's just like, <laughs> who are you going to get? <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, wait, if three people are, if three people are running from first base to second base and like you tag the base is that all three are all three of them out yeah oh okay all right
1: so i get maybe maybe you set the rule that like you can't have more than three people on a base at a time that way you can get like all three outs if if they try to stack and run or something
2: i don't know oh yeah if if you fill a base too too much it's just like you all got to go home
1: yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm also assuming this mat is like a gym mat, so it's probably a lot taller in terms of like the z, the y-axis than a regular uh,
0: base is. I actually don't think it would be. They're probably only two, three inches tall at most.
1: That's still significantly taller than a a is it baseball ba- bag. How tall is a baseball bag? Maybe two inches. I think more like one and a half either way i think you're at some point increasing injury risk if it goes much over where it is now in
0: terms of height they're three to five inches tall
1: that much that much padding i feel like um i I feel like it'd be harder to run on it than a basis like to
0: overrun it especially
1: yeah that could be that could be like an injury risk
0: yeah well you know let's just put it into the uh into the atlantic league or whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah Double-A players are all going to have to play like this for a while. Sure, why not? Let's give it a try. Yeah,
1: what's, yeah, yeah. What's the worst that could
0: happen? <laughs> cool, that's our last question. Uh, before we go, I want to give a congratulations to former guest of the show, Seung Min Kim. Oh, shit, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hired by the Minnesota Twins as a baseball technology fellow. He's going to be working out of uh, their their big complex they have down in Fort Myers. Congrats! That's so cool. Really, yeah. really happy for him. Well deserved.
1: Sorry you had to move yeah. from New York City to
0: Florida, but yeah, to Fort Myers. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, that's just just barely recovering from being absolutely decimated by a hurricane uh, last autumn. So yeah, a lot of uh, opportunity
1: to focus on your work.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. The really really happy for you. Congratulations. Okay, and that's all we have for this week. Uh, Stephen, have fun in Ireland.
2: Yeah, that's, that's why we're recording early. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be watching rugby.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Live sports
2: in the in the winter time. <laughs> Very stoked.
0: Hell yeah. All right, cool. Well, we'll be back next week with a normal episode and a bonus episode. We're going to do a couch and around next week as well. Do they know uh, what
2: we're doing so that they can watch ahead? We should probably. Say, yeah.
0: yeah, we're doing Eastbound and Down. Uh, We're going to be watching Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Season one. And season one. See you later, everyone. Bye.